bam, 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 this ain't a dawn for the broken hearted. <laughs> Not a chance I know the rest of the song. <laughs> I didn't even know the first part. I have no idea why that even came into my head. That made no sense. <laughs> hey, man. It's like we weren't even like talking <laughs> no, beforehand. Nope. It was like you handed me the sticker available for our Patreon listeners, and then you just kind of gave me some stuff. I don't have a intro read for this i just realized that is I, <laughs> just so that's the intro now and cue music <laughs> hopefully we don't get copywritten could you because we are so accurate yeah right. <laughs> i mean i think a lot of was that early 2000s music like that was just just like gravel yeah it's mumble music mumble like it was darius rucker yeah <laughs> like all i want to bring and now we have mumble rap mm. history does repeat itself look at that Oh no! I got yelled at for uh, my young gravy takes at Starbucks. Oh, did you one. really? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so people, I people do not respond well when they're like, "Hey, I actually like that magician." <laughs> and then they're like, "Hey, man." <laughs> I mean, he stole a guy's song pretty much. So yeah, but, I mean, I got nothing against the guy. Oh no, he's fine, right? And apparently, he's but he just goes around and talks to moms. So. All right. No, no disrespect to Young Gravy. Go him. <laughs> the only thing I know about him is that he was in a Mr. Beast video once. Oh. And he stole that song. <laughs> oh, That's really? the only two things I know. Ah, oh, well, there you go. But anyway, welcome back to the Gems of History podcast. I am your host, co-host, uh, Evan Roosh, and joined with me always is Jacob Shop. Yo, yo, yo. Tell the people how you're feeling today. I'm feeling good. Better than... I feel about Young Gravy is how I feel about my life right now. We're just going to slowly develop Young Gravy into like early gems of history where we just constantly ripped at Mike White for no reason. John With White. John White. <laughs> Mike White's the quarterback for the, <laughs> for the Jets. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know if we don't like him either, but. Right. Yeah. I don't know. But. But no, I'm doing good. Uh, yeah. It's been a pretty good day. I've been getting in the gym a lot more lately, and been so I'm getting feeling on the, good. You've been getting on the ATF's ass as oh, well. Oh, yes. I, I was harassing them on Twitter today. It's a very funny text to read at lunchtime when your co-host <laughs> texts you, hey, by the way, I'm summarizing the text, but hey, by the way, we might be on like a federal agency list. Yeah, it's I, like, I should probably... I should probably read this full one. I should probably read this. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when you give me control of our social medias is I haze government agencies. Yeah, and for context, I mean, the time of this recording, uh, we recently just passed the anniversary of Waco. Well, like uh, the, the opening the, standoff, yeah. at least. And uh, the ATF tweeted talking about how there were only four federal agents that died. They didn't mention any of the branch Davidians that died. And the ratio on Twitter was unreal. Yeah, it was so... Like, everyone in the replies was going after them. Right. The, the top... It's never good when the top reply to your tweet for a memorial is, would you put the ATF out if it was on fire? And 92% of the people say no. <laughs> and that's a federal agency, folks. That's like, not good. <laughs> no. But uh, yeah, so if we don't have an episode after this one, for whatever reason, you kind of have some context. The Alphabet Boys got us. That would be very funny. If, like, if that's how we actually go down. Yeah, if they targeted us out of everything. Right, like we'll cover. And so today's the recap of 2022, but former president 
stole top classified documents yeah. and uh apparently they're just gonna go after us instead but that happened but we have a more of a laid back episode for you guys today uh this is personally one of my favorite recurring episodes that we do on a yearly basis it's just the recap of the year hence so today we're gonna just do a recap of some of the top storylines of 2022 some that i completely forgot about oh, some yeah. that i just straight up never heard yeah happened 100 percent which is just crazy because, again, this happened last year, like most of these within six months. <laughs> just kind of, that's how fast the, new, the news cycle in my brain, I guess, works. That yeah. I just forget about everything immediately. I mean, it's a 24-hour news cycle, so like, there's always something coming out. So right. It's not like we're not being fed information constantly, you know what I mean? I wonder how people deal with that back in the day, like last year. Like, let's say you're in the... Uh, the dark ages, if you will, or like the 1500s, basically any time before the internet. And you're trying to remember, like, what happened last year? You, that's why you, all of our parents have a bunch of saved newspapers in a box. Oh, that's it's, right. It's just like, that's how you figured it out. Right. Shout out Jacob's dad, because that's also in our photo shoot. Yeah, honestly. All those newspapers. But now it's a new month. Now it's March. We are going to start doing polls on our Patreon to do listener chosen topics so if you want to be involved in that you can go to patreon.com slash gems of history podcast and you can subscribe there it's five dollars and you get a sticker you get to add free episodes early access you get some fun stuff and then our eternal love yeah and then you can help uh choose topics each month so i think we'll probably do that at the end of march and so yeah if you want to get in on those polls we'll probably do them sec uh, next week Maybe the week after, we'll do a poll and then see what people want to do and go from there. So yeah, if you want to do that, go to our Patreon. Uh, but like one last thing before we get off the Waco and the Branch Davidians. I was thinking about this today. I was like, man, if they didn't have what happened to them happen to them and they ended up growing more, can you imagine like we could have been seeing Branch Davidian commercials on the Super Bowl instead of Scientology? Like, that'd be crazy. Is that what the he gets us? Is? No, that's Christianity. Like the he gets us like commercials that you see from oh, time to time. I, I don't know. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean, uh, but Scientology and well, and just like the churches in general, right? Like, all have big ads uh, in the Super Bowl. I'm like, man, if the Branch Davidians grew enough and didn't have like the whole siege happen and everything, they might have made enough money to possibly run Super Bowl ads too. Can you imagine it's David Crush Jr. like just taking <laughs> over the church or whatever? Or like 70-year-old David Crush just oh like my gosh. fronting that. He's man. just wearing some Levi's and corduroy and Alternate whatever. timelines, man. Wow. That would be a fun episode. It exploring alternate timelines. Except I, I, that would not be a coherent episode in any way, shape, or form. Do you think so. that'd be like a Lizzie Borden type? I, uh, not yes. like meaning meaning I'm hammered again, but... Yeah, it, it would be like, there would be no coherent thoughts in that episode, I think. Oh, no. Oh, no. Anyway, without any further ado, let's just jump right in. So, again, this is the 2022 recap from the Gems of History podcast. So, the first story that we're going to cover of the 2022 recap comes in the form of one of our favorite off-branch random topics that we like to talk about, even when we're talking about, like, the Civil War. Space! Oh, and yes! Yeah. <laughs> yes, I love this. I love this. This is so cool. So, in January, the James Webb Space Telescope officially entered orbit. 
This is one of my favorite time periods on social media because everyone was sharing the photos as they came out because you could they got them like instantaneously. So you, my whole feed was like every five things was like a picture of Neptune or something like that. I'm like, this is awesome. It truly is nuts. Like the strength of this telescope and what it can do. We're actually going to play a quick little game, Jacob, if you have time for it. I know you have time for it because we're sitting here. <laughs> I guess so. I'm going to read off some headlines on articles describing the James Webb Telescope, and I want you to tell me if they are true or if they are false. Okay. You ready? Yep. Spectacular image of heart of phantom galaxy highlights power of Webb and Hubble telescopes. True. That is true. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. ding. 100% <laughs> so far. Webb Space Telescope reveals the pillars of creation in stunning new detail. It's true. That is true. Ding, 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 I ding, I saw ding, that ding, picture. Ding. Yeah, oh, there you go. That picture's crazy. The James Webb Space Telescope, having traveled one million miles, can successfully look at the inside of a spider. False. Wait, no. Ding, ding, ding. That was right. (laughs) Inside of a spider. So this is why we don't let Evan do impromptu. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. James Webb Space Telescope spots what may be the most distant galaxy yet found. Hmm. I feel like this one's a tricky one. I'm going to say false. But I did it right that time. Okay, that is <laughs> that is actually one hundred percent true. Dang, this telescope it can so relate to bugs. What I brought up before, it can actually detect the heat of a bumblebee as far away as the moon. Wow, that's for reference. Insane. Bees, if you're not familiar, very small. Yeah, the moon far away. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't see one from my seat. That's for sure. Right. Some other quick facts: the James Webb telescope actually plans to take baby pictures of the universe that's another headline that i read that i'm not going to quiz you on but the whole purpose of this telescope and the way that's designed and the way that picks up light it's a different type of light from the hubble telescope which i'm sure many of you are very familiar with if you're listening it's able to see billions billions of miles away And if you're familiar with the way that light travels, it's going to be seeing light that's been traveling for billions of years. Yeah. That is so mind-boggling and makes you feel so small. At least it makes me feel very small. It is crazy. Because, like, when you think about that, how light takes time to travel, like, if someone theoretically was in a different galaxy and was looking, like, at Earth, they might see it, like, in the past. Because of the way that the light travels, like it hasn't gotten there yet. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Neil deGrasse Tyson in a podcast and his podcast I listened to uh, one time when I was just feeling smart and like, ooh, science. Uh, he literally said that right now, if someone looked from X miles away, they'd be seeing like the Roman aqueducts built. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> Hello, Suki. Yeah. It's crazy. I, and, I don't understand. I don't even like begin to understand how all that shit works, but it's really cool. It has to be so cool to be a scientist. And to actually like, like understand what you're talking about. Right. To like hear what we just read and think, yeah, like that makes sense according to all these laws and this equation. Yeah. You big dum dums. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably like basic, ar- basic arithmetic, and we're just like, oh, cool pictures. 
Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, some other fun facts about the Webb telescope. Its mirrors are actually covered in gold. I did know that part. You, one could say that's pretty metal. It is pretty metal. Pretty metal, yeah. This telescope can, of course, deliver images instantaneously. And if you're unfamiliar with what these images look like, I highly suggest them. Because, again, if you remember the different headlines that I read, such as NASA's James Webb Space Telescope captures thousands of never-before-seen young stars in the Tarantula Nebula. That would have been a good true or false one. That would have been. I definitely suggest looking at these. They are some of the most breathtaking I honestly thought they were fake. Yeah. Like when they first came out on Twitter, I'm like, there's, there's not. It's insane too when they put the side by side of like what the picture, the best pictures we had from like the Hubble and then the ones from the James Webb, how much more detail there is in the James Webb one, like just how much more vivid the colors are and everything. It just makes me think of the, it's kind of an old metaphor, but what our phones can do today yeah. compared like picture wise compared to what we grew up with, like flip phones. Where you thought you captured a sick photo on your your flip phone. Like, I literally had a one cent phone from US Cellular. Oh, yeah. Or like, remember paying minutes for phones? Track phones and stuff. Track phones, yeah. Like, all that stuff. Like, how far technology has advanced in the last 20 years is kind of nuts. It's insane. Yeah, good and bad. Because we always talk about social media and how that's advanced. And it's like, oh. But could always deal without that. But then we get the James Webb telescope, which is awesome. <laughs> so. And you get the James, the James Webb podcast, the Gems of History podcast. <laughs> that as well. is true, too. <laughs> Moving on, our next headline, also one that I'll, I think we'll spend a lot of time on this topic. Remember when Russia invaded Ukraine? Yeah. In February? Yep. February 24th, to yeah, be exact. Yeah, that happened over a year ago now. <laughs> It's kind of, and I'm definitely, I'm only talking about myself here. It's very sad that I just completely kind of forgot about this one. Like that it was happening. Like it's one of those things that's always been in like the back of my brain, but you never think about it. And I'll never forget. I was in Florida visiting my aunt and uncle when we got the news and going on Twitter and like social medias. I literally saw a missile go through someone's house yeah i saw that too like that is unbelievable coverage of a war that we've never seen before and i just i'll truly never forget all like the first week or so constantly being like on top of this constantly looking constantly like what's happening is Zelensky okay is he still wearing his green shirt (laughs) like all that stuff and it's crazy that it's still going on. I mean, it's not crazy because wars last a while, but like, I honestly thought we were going towards World War Three. Well, I think a lot of people thought that. I mean, just based on the memes that were going around after it started. And I mean, it, those still are valid fears, I feel like. I mean, Russia just pulled out of the nuclear agreements that they had, I'm pretty sure. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like things have de-escalated, really. There's like over 100,000 people have died and it's not good it's a brutal war yeah and it's just crazy to think that i guess it just doesn't dominate our news cycle as much anymore um it's the first time i've ever googled like details about the united states draft because i'm like i really don't (laughs) want like i don't i wouldn't love to participate in war but i should probably check like the deets on this i have to i guess guess i have no choice i have to yeah 
But just to give like a little context, uh, Vladimir Putin, the Primarch dictator, president, wherever you want to call him, uh, of Russia. Big bad head guy. The big bad head guy, or in D&D, the BBEG. The BBEG, yep, the, the big, big bad, bad evil guy. guy. <laughs> uh, he invaded Ukraine. I mean, there was a lot of talks because they did annex Crimea a few years beforehand. There are a lot of talks that he, well, the main reason was that he didn't want Ukraine to join NATO, and he invaded Ukraine because, and we just have more details, to of course take Ukraine and bring them into the country of Russia and to protect his border, because Ukraine is literally in the middle of all of NATO and then Russia. Yeah. Right? So like, there is like a more expensive. There's just more context, if you will, around like why Russia would do this. I guess that from their point and his point, like the way he's thinking, just being so anti-NATO, it made sense for him to do it, especially because he thought it would be over in a week. Well, and I mean, a lot of the countries that surround Ukraine, too, are part of the Russian like Federation or whatever you want to call it. Right. So, I mean, it just kind of is the next stepping stone for Putin to take control of some other area of the world. And I read something, I read a headline on an article and the headline was like, the war in, or the war in Ukraine is very simple. And I was like, what do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> so I read it and the art, it was a really good article. It basically said like, this is the first time in a long time that we've had a war that is easily defined good versus evil, mm. where it's like you have a country invading another country that has done nothing to provoke that invasion it's like this is the first time we've had that where it's defined like one side's right one side's wrong and i was like yeah it's honestly really true because i mean like when we went in into the middle east like that was an entire mess there wasn't really a good defined reason why we were there for a while and so this is kind of as they said it's a simple war like it not to downplay how severe everything is with it but like when you really boil it down, it's a pretty easy to see who's the right and the wrong sides. Yeah, it's very, there really is no, maybe Ukraine's yeah, in the wrong. It's here. very it's like, no. black and white. Not, there's not a lot of gray. Yeah, and one of the, uh, on the first days of the invasion, Putin came out and said that like Russian citizens were being harmed and that Ukraine was being governed by, and I quote, Nazis. So it's like, and now we lost all repute. Like, there's no yeah. way that there's just like, just Nazis and running. I, I did see that now there's a big, Im- like, emigration of people coming out of Russia because they finally realize like the actual scope of what's going on. They're like, I don't want to be a part of this country anymore if this is what's going to be happening. And so now there's like thousands of refugees trying to get out of Russia and come to the U.S. And it was like, that's pretty bad when your citizens are literally leaving your country to come somewhere else because they know how bad you are right i mean all the different uh i'm so dumb today all the different not tariffs all the different oh yeah i know what you mean i don't even know what you call it embargoes yeah a trade embargo no Taxes. They put taxes on stuff. I don't know. (laughs) We are idiots. What is the word here? Okay. I'm sorry. When when Russia don't get money, 
Sanctions. Ah, sanctions. <laughs> we we went through like six words. I'm probably going to leave like half of that in. So yeah, when all the different, <laughs> okay, when all the different like Russian related sanctions happened, I think that was one of the most telling points of like being a Russian citizen. You're like, we just can't get things. Yeah, you can't pay for things because the majority of banks pulled out. Banking technology that was an industry I was in for a long time. Everyone, all those major companies were like, we're not going to process your payments yeah. anymore. So good luck with cash and checks to banks that are now failing because you're spending all your money at like on more. So with these different sanctions, it's really targeting the heart of the Russian people. And there were a lot of Russian protests. Yeah. Uh, initially, when the war started, I think Russia has now gotten that under control and probably not great way that we'll probably cover on a later episode yeah, in 10 years. See, the thing is, like, Russia has such a huge population, but that also means that they have a huge military. So it's mm. like, even though there's people that do rise up, they have such a large fighting force that they can keep enough home that they don't have to send everyone to Ukraine to fight. So it's like, right. and I heard that, I don't know how true this is, but I heard that, like, the actual soldiers participating in the invasion didn't hear about the plans until, like, the day of. So it's like, you could not make it more obvious that your intentions were not good. No. When you're not telling the people that you're going to be using that it's going to happen. I can't imagine like one of like we have so many friends in the military right like in the armed services them being at war and like the anxiety that would come along with yeah. that oh that makes me very scared and i mean there are people in ukraine who have wanted to become part of russia so it's not like the entire country doesn't want to but like a majority of the people there are just like we're just trying to live our lives oh my gosh yeah like it's insane at the beginning how much land like Russia actually gained and people were, some people were kind of psyched like in the very own country. Yeah. Cause there is a large Russian population in there. And I mean, this isn't the first time that they've tried to take Ukraine. So they've had right. like a very long history between the two of them of being part of Russia and then not part of Russia and going back and forth. So yeah. And Ukraine is literally just for a majority of that is like, you know what? If we could just be our own thing, that'd be cool. But Putin, Putin is like, nah. <laughs> We're just minding our own business. Coming to the fold. But I guess the way that the war stands right now, it's a lot of artillery. artillery. Uh, the U.S. and other NATO nations have been supplying Ukraine with a large amount of weapons, including missiles, to fight back. Uh, if you remember, in March of 2022, uh, I believe a full week after the initial invasion, Russia was pounding on the doorstep of Kiev, which was a which is the capital of Ukraine. However, after two months of extreme fighting, the Ukrainians were able to push them out of the area, and now a majority of the fighting is happening around Maripol, Kherson, and on the outskirts of Odessa. So primarily on the southern parts, uh, close to Crimea. Uh, I will I will say that like. The resolve that the Ukrainian people showed when this happened was truly awe-inspiring. Like, not only the fact that, like, their leader didn't decide to flee the mm -hmm. country, but actually stayed and, like, gave them that morale boost, and how many of the Ukrainians just would not let these people through and found ways to, like, commandeer Russian tanks and stuff like right. that. It's insane, man. It was, it, that part of it was really cool to see. 
right. for like the situation, obviously. But like, there's tons of news reports where it's literally grandmas making Molotov cocktails yeah. to leave little surprises for Russian soldiers, like entering a room and a Molotov cocktail falls down, right? Yeah, and like, it, stuff like that. Did you see the photo of the? grandma putting seeds in one of the russian soldiers pockets and she's like these are sunflower seeds so they'll grow when you die and you die yeah <laughs> so a, a band called the acacia strain made a, a shirt that was for the ukrainian relief fund mm-hmm. and it said that it says that on the back of it in like blue and yellow and that I, is I was really like cool. i gotta get that shirt <laughs> i got i can't lie that is so cool but yeah it's it's wild that it's still going on the same if not more intense than it, more tense at least than it was. Right. I believe most of the reports now is that Russia is just really starting to bomb and missile uh, things to turn off electricity and basically just trying to target the Ukrainian citizens. Yeah. Not going really after military targets. War crimes. War crimes, baby. Uh, a little, a little bit lighter yeah. uh, topic next. What's next? What happened in March? Yeah, and we're gonna dive into a little bit of pop culture here, which Jacob, I know you're a huge oh, fan, hundred percent. So I in know, March, I know everything about what's going on in that world. Yeah. So in March uh, at the Oscars, this is the infamous ah. moment where Will Smith slaps Chris Rock on live television after Chris Rock makes a joke about. Will Smith's wife, Jada, uh, following, I forget what the disease is named, but it's a, uh, it's a disease where one loses their hair. It's alopecia, right? Yes, alopecia. Thank you. I was going to say alopecia, but that's not a word. <laughs> you had the right idea, though. Yep. Te- you were technically correct. <laughs> technically, yeah. I got the al part. But that's another very funny moment on Twitter. It's yeah. We're going to be referencing, like, what were you doing on Twitter that day for a lot of these things? Like, Ukraine-Russia war, we were seeing missiles go through. I literally saw, like, a mortar strike happen, which Who would that was yeah. just made me want to, like, throw up. like And, like, stuff like that. And then a month later, the world goes crazy over perhaps the biggest moment of violence of the year. It's called, like, it's referred to as the slap. Like, that's how infamous it is, that it's just the slap, and you know what people are talking about. Like that, the slap of all slaps. Yeah, exactly. Like, there have been plenty of slaps in the world, but this one is the slap. The slaps. I mean, it is, it is very weird how our news cycle again works. I think that, honestly, that might be the moment where everyone just forgot about Ukraine and Russia. Tr- truly, yeah. I don't think that's, like, too unfair to say, because I truly think... The whole world was just like, oh, and celebrities are back to doing celebrity things. Yeah. We can forget about this potential World War Three happening. What if we just send Will Smith over to Ukraine <laughs> and then he slaps some sense into Putin? And everything's solved. You keep this country out your motherfucking <laughs> hands. <laughs> <laughs> that would be kind of funny. I'm not going to lie. In April, we have Kentaji Brown Jackson confirmed as a justice of the United States Supreme court and if you're unfamiliar with her work uh, she's extremely famous for being the first black woman to actually do a court case in front of the supreme court uh one of them gaining or excuse me one of those cases gaining a person of color uh admittance into the university of mississippi oh nice i did not know that that's really cool I googled it today. On top of things. Again, this is one of those things where you just straight up 
don't realize that that happens. Yeah. You know? well, my and, thing is like I try and I try and stay very anti-political most of my life because I just yeah. don't like getting involved in it. So a lot of this stuff honestly just goes over my head when it gets to stuff like the Supreme Court and all that unless it's like for something we're researching. So I mean, yeah, a lot of this stuff I'm very ignorant on. Yeah, I'll fully admit that too. We really don't keep up like I don't really keep up with current events. I'm more interested in like the how we got here. Hence yeah. The podcast that you're listening to right now. Right. So it is very, I guess, maybe that's like a New Year's resolution. Like maybe I'll start looking at current events, but at the same time, I don't want to be sad all the time. Yeah. You know? I th- well, do what I do and just listen to like the NPR five minute news updates. No, oh, there you go. <laughs> that's what I usually do. <laughs> like what actually happened this year? Our next topic uh, going into the month of May 2022 was wild. It was. Uh, a gunman in Uvalde, Texas shot and killed 19 students and two teachers at Robb Elementary School, making it the third deadliest school shooting in United States history. Which is saying a lot. Which is saying a lot because it's always a very sad infographic that comes out at the beginning of every year where it happens every January 31st or 30th where they print out an infographic or a picture of how many shootings have happened in schools and it's always like 20 yeah you know it's just extremely sad and a very disappointing time in our history i like was the last like forever i was reading you know? a, a source for a topic we have coming up and it was it's written by a mother and she was talking about her kids and one of the paragraphs was like talking about how her son was in school and this was in 2018 and her son said, I don't, I just want the school year to be over because kids keep dying. And mm-hmm. I was like, whew, coming from a sixth grader, that's, that's impactful. I just don't, like, how are you even supposed to learn in that type of situation where you're just right. constantly thinking? I mean, it's, the stats are all there. I mean, there's like shootings happening all the time. There was a even more sad video that I saw that, um, it was a different podcast, I forget the name, but they did a game of crazy, not a game, they listed where the craziest like shootings have, like mass shootings have happened. And it's like, Toys R Us. It's literally every single place that you've visited in the United States, like Applebee's was one. Yeah. Of course, all these different schools, like amusement parks, wherever you've gone in your life, there has been a mass shooting of some sort or a shooting at that place. And it's just very, I know we don't get like too political on this show, but it's a very sad state of affairs in my opinion, where you can literally in the back of your head, anywhere you go in America, you could honestly be shot by a crazy person. Yeah. And I, uh, this, this one's really sad in like a specific case, Mm -hmm. just because of the, the response, like the immediate response to the active shooting was so, oh, right. was so bad. Yeah. Like I, I get like the whole ACAB stuff. Like I get people are on that side mm-hmm. and everything, but this was one instance where I was like, okay, the police did extremely bad in this scenario. Like yeah. I, and I don't know if it's like, it was just like bad police officers that were on duty or if it was like just 
that agency has bad training protocol or what, mm-hmm. but like the the response time was terrible. Once they got there, like parents were trying to get in to help their kids because the police weren't doing anything. And then there's video of the police inside, just like standing in the hallway. It's like while gunshots are happening, yeah, like, while kids are being gunned down, right? Just standing there, yeah. Like it's your you signed on to this job to put your life on the line to protect citizens. Like you, you would think that people that take that oath. And I know this is like I'm not saying that I'm any better like in this scenario, but I didn't mm-hmm. put myself in the position to do that job where I knew this could be a possibility. So mm-hmm. I, I feel like if you're doing that job and you put yourself in that role, it you could probably show a little bit more bravery in a scenario where you know there's kids that are actively dying and you could do something to help prevent it at least a little bit. Right. But and- I mean, I mean, obviously that's a hot take but right and there's just so many stories that came out of this scenario where parents i mean a mom literally just rushed in and like got her kids like she wouldn't wait anymore well and then there was parents getting restrained because they tried to do the same thing right and it's just to bring the police back up it's also one of like if you looked at and this is of course twitter being twitter but after this happens they go on the uvalde police website and you see them like there's a picture of their like tactical response team or SWAT team or if you want to call it they're all like loaded to the teeth like oh look at us we're very badass and then like the situation occurs and yeah nothing happened yeah it was it was just extremely sad the scenario that it like the fact that the kid even went into the school like he shouldn't have been there there yeah. he he just needed to escape from something else and this is where he ended up and he decided to just go on a rampage so it's like right. it's from the start it it was so it was so avoid it's not even like avoidable it was just like it, the decisions made every step along the way made this worse than it needed to be and obviously that main fault is on the guy that ran in with a gun and started killing kids mm-hmm. but yeah it's oof and it's like the guy, I'm not going to say his name because fuck okay. that dude. Yeah. He like just turned 18. Like he was an 18 year old, like a week after he turned 18. And this is from just a little research that I did. Like he just turned 18, got a gun and then did this. Yeah. Like it's, I don't know. It's sad. Very disappointing. Yeah. Um, it, it, something I don't, I'm not saying I know what it is, but something needs to change. And mm-hmm. I, I get like, it is the humans at the end of the day that are committing these acts, but That's there's true. a reason why there's, there's gotta be something underlying why it's so much higher where we live compared to other countries. Right. That is very true. And we'll, I have a very interesting, one of the other stories that we'll get into later today. It's a very interesting I guess parallel, if you will, but I'll save that for a little bit. Sure. But. Yes. Overall, Uvalde is just ugh, that was that was a rough patch, and I, that's why mm-hmm. I think Ukraine and Russia got overshadowed too. It's just like we constantly have shit like that going on, so right. it's, it's hard for us to find a moment of breath to actually like re like compose ourselves. And I honestly think since 2020, there hasn't been a single moment where we can take a breath and like. No. Take a second and just decompress. And if, I think, if the Last of Us is any indicator, 2023 is going to have zombies. So, oh, great. Yeah, that's yeah, right. You don't have anything <laughs> else to look forward to. Right, right. 
Um, well, ready to move on to another not great topic? Yeah, we've got a rough patch here. 2022 was very bad. Yeah. <laughs> so in June, the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade, effectively criminalizing abortion in a majority of the nation. Uh, if you're unfamiliar with the actual overturning, this essentially, and I know I'm summarizing very quickly, this essentially made it so each individual state grants the quote-unquote right to its uh, inhabitants to have this medical procedure done. And if you look at a picture of which states have criminalized and which states are still like up in debate and which states uh, are upholding a woman's rights to have this operation done, uh, more a majority of it is criminalizing, and a lot of it is in the South, but I mean, don't want to blame. It's Bible like, Belt. The, the, it's the Bible Belt, right? So I mean, I can't. I just can't wrap my my head around it personally. Yeah. But, so uh, so basically, this just like made it so that it's not federal anymore. It's state by state, and right. that obviously leaves the door open to a lot of states that are on one side of the spectrum over the other, just immediately being able to take advantage of that. So and it immediately politicizes it even more too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it divides the country even more, and it's just interesting that the Supreme Court, in their opinion piece about it, they argue that the reasoning behind Roe v. Wade and the reason why uh, abortion was federalized as legal—I don't know—that's not the right way to say it. Like it became legal essentially. Yeah. Uh, the Supreme Court. Last year said that the actual argument was weak for it, like in when it happened fifty years ago, which I just thought it was interesting that they went with that. So it took you this long, right? Like it took, like the Supreme Court. I don't know. Like it's it took fifty years for us for them for us for them to be like actually they don't have like a leg to stand on. Yeah, you know it's it's a very interesting thing, very sad thing. I think it's a majority of because of the quote unquote like red wave, if you will. Um, my, my biggest thing with this whole scenario is that I don't understand why politicians should be able to decide what an individual woman does with her body. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's not how it should work. And this is where it gets really muddy if like church and state really are separate. Yeah, because a lot of it, I feel like it comes down to a religious viewpoints on on what you think women should be able to do with the a baby in their body and it's like that's their choice not yours you know mm-hmm. I, I think it's it's very ironic to me that a, a majority of old white men in our capital can make the decision for everyone right like the demographic for what a senator looks like it is that it's that stereotype where it's like a 50 year old white man yeah who I think just should have no opinion about what an individual woman does with her body. And it, this is going to impact already marginalized communities so so much harder. Oh my gosh. Like if if you have the means to go to a different state to travel and get one safely, you you can do that. But a lot of people that are going to be looking for abortions probably don't have that. Right. Understand this does not affect people that can afford it at all like you mentioned it only primarily affects like marginalized communities it yeah. affects communities of color like I, it, it affects like 
it just affects people who, excuse me, let me back up. It does not affect the rich. It does not affect people who like have a great income. It doesn't affect people in the burbs, right? Yeah. Like it's just very, to me, it's kind of clear like who this truly affects and the fact that politicians essentially use their own individual religion to make a decision for a country of literally a thousand religions. And and it's not to say that it's all religious either. Like this is politically. I shouldn't, I shouldn't have said that, but like it's it's, my opinion. It's politically motivated. In some cases, religiously motivated. Some cases just out of spite and misogyny. And just by happenstance, I was learning about uh, the Romanian dictator, Nicolae Ceausescu. Mm. And in in the late 60s, early 70s, he implemented an abortion ban in Romania. And for the next 20 years, because women had to, like the initial year after the birth rate like doubled, and then it dropped off super quick after Mm -hmm. that because women were finding ways around it. But that meant that they had to go to like back alley doctors or like go out of state Mm -hmm. or whatever. And by the time the abortion ban lifted when Ceausescu was killed, in that 20 or so year period, 10,000 or more women died because they couldn't legally get an abortion and had to try and do it a different way. And that's an, a staggering amount of people that could have avoided yeah. that because they had to go and find... And they said the same thing. It's like it attacked the marginalized communities because mm-hmm. the rich could bribe doctors to pay, like, to get a legal one, quote-unquote legal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's very scary. And I, it, this also opens the door to overturning a lot of things that have progressively moved us forward in the past 30 40 years like i just saw today that iowa is deciding or putting a bill forward to ban gay marriage again so it seems like we're taking steps backwards again yeah like you mentioned it opens doors and a precedent that past legalized things can actually just be made illegal for based on whoever just like has control of the senate presidency etc yeah. And it's just it's just very sad. It's not up and it it shouldn't be a political issue, it shouldn't be a religious issue. It's a human issue. It's just an individual human it's a by health human. issue yeah. as well. Yeah, it's a human by human thing. Mm-hmm. And it's it's scary to see when you have states and I think it was either Alabama or Georgia or one of those states down in that sector of the United States was like their abortion ban was stricter than it was in Romania. Like in Romania, you could get exceptions for like instances of rape or mm-hmm. like things like, or if it was like going to affect the health of the mother. Some of the bans in the states are even stricter than that and like forbid that even. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's not good when you're making laws stricter than a dictator that is universally hated. That was killed. Yeah. Like, oh man. Anyway, let's. Let's move on. It's a good thing that we're two white men being able to talk about this women's was, this, rights. This was the time to have a guest on. <laughs> this is time for a, women, a woman's opinion. But uh, Moving on to July, former, and this was one that completely caught me off guard when I was doing my research. Former Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe was assassinated. Yeah, I saw this. I don't know any of the details. I just saw the headline. But It happened two days before the country's parliamentary elections oh wait yeah i did see, i did hear about this i remember hearing about this now 
this was crazy. And nobody talked about it. Nobody talked about it. And to give you some context, it happened. Uh, so let me give you additional context. Japan has some of the most strict gun laws in the world. It is extremely hard. I don't think a normal citizen or ordinary regular citizen can actually own a gun. Like, you have to have training. You have to yep. be part of the military, part of the police force, etc. But they have robotic mecha warriors. But they have robotic <laughs> mecha warriors. They, they use Gundams. <laughs> hey, man, they orders. built an actual moving Gundam. So, I mean, <laughs> we're getting there. It is very... Their technology, you gotta say, is very, very pretty cool. So, despite gun laws being extremely strict in Japan... Uh, Abe suffered gunshot wounds to his neck and chest. Doctors treated him, but these wounds eventually claimed his life. However, the person that shot him was employed for three years in Japan's Maritime Self-Defense Force until 2005. And the reason why he shot then Prime Minister was because he was dissatisfied with the job that he was doing. In, that's a very intense reaction. Japanese news networks described the weapon used in the attack as homemade. Oh, nice. So apparently the uh, training did he 3D, took... Did he 3D print it? Or? He honestly might have. Like It was completely homemade. Uh, he was a former military... Excuse me. He was a former maritime self-defense force member. So like, he had training. He knew how to shoot a gun. And he made a gun. I want to know what homemade means in this scenario. Like, how homemade are we talking? I, I should have done a little bit more I, on I that I mean, it, like, you probably, it probably wouldn't even be able to find it. It was actually just a slingshot, but they didn't want to put that <laughs> in the news. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, this uh, assassination happened two days before elections. Well, I don't know if you saw the video, but I want to say it was either like Spain or Portugal, somewhere over there, like their prime minister or vice president or whoever, I, I don't remember, but it was like a very important head of state for whatever country. And I'm sorry, I'm blanking on that specifics, but I, I want to say it was Spain. She walked into a crowd like with her bodyguards and stuff. And I got, you see a guy run out of the crowd, point a gun at her and try and fire, but the gun jams and doesn't fire. That's right. And then he gets tackled immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, he was that close to getting like, uh, killing a, a head of state on camera. It was. It's a scary video. That's insane, and that's just like on camera. I know, oh and it just happened because someone was like taking a video of her arriving somewhere. It's insane. Man. Oh, I remember this video. Yeah, yeah that is it's like crazy. Can you imagine the like? I don't even know. Is that an adrenaline rush or just like sheer terror of that? Oh, during uh, like click click, but like nothing. Oof. That's all that preparation to get to that point, and your gun jams. Oof. <laughs> Talk about a failure. Right. Our next topic here, it comes in August, when the FBI conducted a search of Mar-a-Lago, the home of former President Donald Trump, and the FBI found classified materials, including documents, <laughs> including, <laughs> including documents labeled top secret. <laughs> and you gotta just assume that those are nudes. You <laughs> those are the... He's showing presidential cheeks. <laughs> this is you gotta like put those somewhere where you're not gonna be able to just like walk in and find them. Like <laughs> if, you're, if you're taking top secret stuff. 
the National Archives identified over 100 documents with classified markings in the first 15 boxes. Oh, so collected. <laughs> so that's not all of them. They're quite a bit. I'm pretty sure the hearings are going on for these like right now still. So oh yeah, I mean based on this and like the January 6th hearings. Uh, I forget which committee it actually is, but like, there's been like criminal recommendations for this former president, and he's trying to run again. Next he's year. trying to run it back. I just can't. Well, I can wait, but he'll just get to the debates and not do any research, and people walk away and be like, "Donnie, <laughs> he nailed it." I don't. I, I was talking to my to someone about this recently, and we were are we were discussing whether like. Do people even like? Do you think that the Republican Party is even going to back him as a nominee anymore? Like, do you think that he's going to become the guy for the party, or do you think someone else is going to step up? Oh, I definitely think Trump's going to like run it back. I think that there's still that Trumpism in this country. I know, but the, I, I don't, or, don't. Or it'll be like Rob DeSantis. I believe he's like yeah. The Florida I think government. I think he could overtake Trump, and I don't want him either. I mean, personally yeah. <laughs> just from what i've heard about him but uh, i mean all of our politicians are trash but aside from that <laughs> yeah donald trump stole all the legal documents and i mean there's ongoing legal proceedings happening like i said this happened in august so seven months ago six months ago so we're still kind of covering the history it's, of it but like a uh, president just store top secret documents at a country club it's gonna be funny to see how people defend this but then also condemn hillary clinton for having emails the emails yeah. <laughs> it's like he has physical documentation would you let's play the game again on what did they find so the first headline what did they find they found detailed troop movements of the current russian and ukraine war in files found at mar-a-lago in Trump's room. Is this true or false again? This is true or false. Uh, false. Bing, 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 bing. Nice. That was a made-up one. Next up, detailed list of... That's not the right one. Next one, material on foreign nations' nuclear power seized at Trump's Mar-a-Lago. Yes, that one's true. Ding, 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 ding. Yes, he Go- had details about where the nukes are. Going back to the first one, I feel like that's just like way too new for him to have. I, if he had like all of the detailed all the movements, deets, yeah. I'd be like, okay, maybe there is a lot of collaboration between him and Putin that and we're not Putin, talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. Uh, remember Putin stole Robert Kraft's Super Bowl We recovered that a few weeks ago. He's been wilding for years. And he's just been, like, every year, this could be something that's made up because Twitter is a funny place, but apparently every year Putin on his birthday, like, hires hockey players to play a full hockey game, and they let him score, like, 11 goals. I can (laughs) totally see that happening. And then he just, like, rides shirtless on horses. Like, this (laughs) guy is, he's, for us, he's a meme. For Russian people, he's not... Great. Have you seen the the gif? Uh, it's like a short gif of this woman running at him, like flashing her oh, like, yeah. tits, and then he just gives two thumbs up, and he gets covered by like a circle of security. <laughs> it is so funny. Oh my god, what a meme! What a meme! But did you see? In kind of, in, I don't know if you have more headlines that I got to do true or false for. Um, but 
did you see that Fox News is getting sued for one point six billion dollars? That doesn't no, that doesn't surprise me at all. And it's <laughs> like because they admitted to purporting false information about how the twenty twenty election was fraudulent. Huh. Interesting. <laughs> did you also know that Tucker Carlson, like Fox News's attorneys and legal team Seven. won a case because they argued that Tucker Carlson can't be taken seriously. Yeah. At any point. Yep. So it's like, what is this network even doing? Yeah, so Murdoch is like <laughs> sweating bullets right now. Yeah. Because he's got to pay a lot of money. <laughs> right. But he should probably be fine. You yeah. Know? It's Fox News. He has like that. Uh, he's like just like that evil money. I'm just hoping that this starts a precedent that like if Fox News got like get hits gets hit with a huge blow like this that like all of them eventually start getting hit with huge blows and then we can finally actually get real journalism again yeah and you don't have to just again go to twitter to actually find some relatively like live news like again seeing a missile like go through (laughs) that's where i found out about east palestine like the train crash i found out about that on twitter (laughs) oh my god yeah that wasn't even on like the apple news stories notifications that you get wild That'll be another one to revisit. I can't wait for the recap of twenty twenty. Yeah, we already had a lot. Oh man, goodness! So next up, we have Brit Queen Elizabeth II died in September at the age of ninety six. Her son Charles has now succeeded her as king, and every single year we come to a. British royal Another family. W for the United States. Yeah, scoreboard, scoreboard. <laughs> now they got good old sausage fingers over there running the show. Ew. Have you seen the pictures of his hands? The thing is, though, like I have. Like, why, why do I know? There's, why do I know? His fingers are huge. That's very gross. Uh, just give like a little before we just poke fun at the lady. I mean, she was the longest running. Uh, monarch of the british royal family ruling for only for over 50 years uh she raised a bunch of corgis as well i mean that's kind of cool that is you know sweet. they they had a lot of lot of dogs uh she seemed to be extremely loved by the people and if you've watched the recent documentary uh featuring the other oh megan and megan markle and Whatever the other guy's name is. It's Harry. Thank you. Um, kind of brings to light like what the British family actually is. Like it's essentially a way to distract the in my opinion, it's a, essentially a way to distract the public. They have to smile for the cameras, do cute things, go on vacays, and like the media and people will pay for this. It's right. There there are Car- there are Kardashians. It's the definition of nepotism, like just inheriting everything because of who you are. <laughs> like Oh yeah, like you don't have to do anything no besides like they have a prime minister and everything right like oh they have a yeah there's yeah. a full-ass government <laughs> yeah there's an entire government <laughs> so, behind the royal family uh i guess you have anything else to say about the queen I, like I, that was one that was like well this one's not gonna I, take too long i know less about this than i do about most things we talk about on this show so did you see the south park episode or like some of the clips of like because Meghan Markle and Prince Harry are very much being like, we just want to be left alone and like out of the royal family, out of like the news cycle, etc. And South Park basically made fun of them, saying like, "But 
you made a Netflix documentary. Yeah. They're on the news yeah. all the time. And you published a book. You're on Oprah. You're on Oprah. Yeah. Wow. Two Oprah mentions in a row. Two episodes in a row. When is she coming on? We probably get her. That'd be easy get. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's reverse. Like if we get Oprah to come on, that's a huge accomplishment. If we go on, if we go on Oprah, it's like one of us killed the other, <laughs> so she can get headlines. So she can get the headlines, yeah. But that would also be great clicks. I, I have think. To, she just like has a table. She's like, I my producers set out these brass knuckles here. I don't really know why, but there's two, there's four four of them. You guys have two hands each. <laughs> yeah. And they were like, remember when you interviewed the Branch Davidians? <laughs> and then like the Oprah's seat like slowly just like shifts off to the side and we, are, <laughs> we get raised up onto a stage. <laughs> Why do I feel like Oprah has like final boss energy? Oh, 100%. Like yeah. in There's a Vader game. She is the BBEG. Like she is definitely the charismatic like bad guy yeah i got nothing against oprah she's she kind of made herself that, so that is true i don't know why i'm ripping on oprah she's Hell, she she kind of made it like by herself so i mean good mm, for her and a billionaire you gotta respect it i mean she did like as as bad as like the takes were on the interview with the branch videos it's like she knew how to play to an audience and get yeah. ratings so it's like can't blame a woman for grinding she is the goat of i would say <laughs> of tv yeah like of like daily shows like, pretty much like you, it's, oprah's is a household name for a reason mm-hmm. in october news stories are funny right like at the beginning of the episode or throughout the episode we've talked about some just some of the most advanced things happening in the realm of space exploration we've talked about wars and how we felt about it we've talked about some of the most serious issues involving gun violence, as well as uh, our country's, I guess, stance on abortion. Uh, and in October, the only headline is Elon Musk bought Twitter. <laughs> I mean, it was like the biggest thing that happened. Because he controlled Twitter. <laughs> That's why it dominated her. Well, and I read something. I don't know how true this is, but like someone tweeted and said, like, he's firing a bunch of people that like are kind of less important in the totem pole of like mm-hmm. a business structure and they're like he's probably firing like all of the coders and the security people oh, God. because he's just looking at a roster so yeah. he's there he probably got rid of a bunch of the people that made twitter run <laughs> right there's so much that happens on the like back end yeah of like a website like this like there's probably billions of tweets that go out every single day oh yeah at least. and all of that takes like unbelievable coding and security that we will i'll never be able to yeah but it's also funny like tweets now people are like elon musk is like firing everyone he's like turning the company upside down which he might be and then there's also tweets of people being like he's the most innovative genius of all time he built a flathead like missile or whatever or flathead uh rocket or whatever (laughs) it's like He's just one of the most divisive people on Twitter, I would say. And when you go to his Twitter, like he just posts memes. Like (laughs) Like, he's all about memes. I used to be a fan of the guy, but now, honestly, just kind of sick of him. I think I'm the most new. Like I just don't have opinion about the guy. Yeah, which makes for great radio. Yeah, (laughs) you know. I I mean, I, I get why he did it. Like he's like, oh, I want to make it 
a free speech zone and mm. I want to like make it more content creation forward and stuff, which he hasn't done any of yet. Oh yeah. All he's done is added that there's view. You could see how many people viewed your tweets now. That and now he just released a, you can do like long form tweets. Okay. So like instead of doing the 140 characters, you can just type a book essentially. Oh, I did not see that yet. But yeah, that's, that's going to be fun. That costs forty-four billion dollars, apparently. And now you have to pay for you could pay for a blue check mark. Oh yeah, that's right. That's like what, a blue some, check mark. Means something, something he did. Oh, that was the best part about him taking over was that people were impersonating him, and he was oh, banning yeah. all of them yeah, immediately. That's right. <laughs> I, I remember seeing like I don't remember who it was. But a celebrity tweeted at him and was like, hey, can I get verified real quick? And he's like, oh, yeah, sure. No. <laughs> then they changed their name to Elon Musk. That's and then, yeah, it was. <laughs> but it was also very bad because, well, it depends how you're looking at it, I guess. But mm-hmm. like there's people impersonating companies like Qatar Airlines and saying like, oh we're God. not we are no longer servicing flights to the United States of America. Oh, no. And then their stocks plummeted. So people were like actively influencing like stock market stuff. You have to think that they're for sure going to sue Twitter and Elon for that, right? I, like someone's got to get in someone trouble. lost billions that day. Like yeah. Qatar Airlines is huge. That's also like Elon did that for his own company. Like he right. tweeted about stock prices. So yeah, a very divisive guy. Very, I would say, a very interesting life to have. I'm sure we'll probably do. A story on him again. When we're, we should when we're thirty years down the road, and we've made our millions. We can talk about how his dad got a bunch of blood emeralds from apartheid South Africa, so that he could have money. Oh, I did not know that. Oh yeah, it's his background's not good. <laughs> I literally just know him from like, oh, he's like the rocket guy. That's where all of the money his family has come from. Did he also invite invent PayPal, or is that a lie? No, I don't think so. But he like his dad married Elon's first wife or his first wife, one of their daughters. It was it's really weird. Their family dynamic is insanely fucked up. <laughs> Bro, that sucks. Like I can't imagine I, that sucks so much. I I saw it like a while ago. I don't remember exactly what it is, but it's some like incest adjacent thing that happened between him and his dad, and it's really weird. I think incest adjacent may be funnier than the word incest. (laughs) (laughs) Incest isn't really that funny. Incest adjacent, it's like, this is just weird. I can't. It's somehow weirder. It's like that, or like Elon adopted like his father's four year old stepdaughter or something and then ended up dating her or something like that. It's really weird. I don't remember exactly, but someone out there knows what I'm talking about and they're like, yes, (laughs) it's really weird. I think if this is our plan to get a million listens on this episode just like just at elon musk and you know that Honestly, people are gonna yeah. be like we're gonna get 50 percent of the population calling us like you guys don't know anything it she was five when he adopted her <laughs> and then the other half will be like good for them they're taking on like a tyrant it's like we don't have an opinion on yeah this well that's like we've done I, no research that's when i texted you about the atf i was like uh, all right yeah. we're gonna get some new listeners or we're gonna get a bunch of radical right-wing people who are severely disappointed when they actually find out who we are oh the radical right wing if you're listening right now props for sticking with us <laughs> if I you mean, made it this far we've said some i guess in our opinions there's things that make sense on this episode but maybe consider liberal yeah if you've made it if you've made it like past the intro <laughs> 
good, good like, work. <laughs> right, right. Um, in November, the midterm elections happened, and a projected, or what was to be a red wave, if you will, basically meaning that Republicans would take over basically the entire government was how it was pitched when I remember this all happening. Uh, it fizzled, and it really, everything just stayed the same. I mean, I, I don't have, like, a ton of research on this outside of, like, yeah, things just kind of remained the same. Like, the Republicans won the House. Democrats have the Senate. Joe Biden is... That's actually one of the craziest things about this entire year recap. We have not mentioned Joe Biden a single time until right now. I, I just found out he's 80. He's For, old huh. as fuck. Like, we could literally elect someone over half his age legally elect someone that way and we'd never do it why are we old why are we just electing super old people all the time for those of you at home uh he turned like you mentioned he turned 80 that means that he was born in 1943 43 for more historical context that's when world war ii was happening (laughs) yeah World War II yeah, was happening. This guy grew up during a lot of shit. The guy saw the entire... Wow, that's kind of crazy. He saw the entire Cold War. And now, saw, he can, oh my God. now he can barely speak a sentence. Oh, man. Let's stop uh, electing 80-year-olds. Yeah, that's my biggest thing. It's like, why can we never like even get close to electing someone that's relatively young? Well, it's like, even Trump, he's in his 70s. Oh, yeah, he's old. Right, so it's like the debates were literally just your two, like your two grandpas yelling at each other. I'm making no points. I'm hoping that now that like more people are getting to the voting age that want to change things, Mm -hmm. that we're gonna start shifting towards maybe electing someone who's not as old. But I guess think that any of like young people even want to be like. Do I know for sure? I never grew up wanted to. I didn't like either, but there's like office. Andrew Yang, like he's pretty young. He made uh, a good run. Yeah. So it's like there are, there are people that are like out there willing to do it. It just depends on whether they can get enough support and enough money to run against people who have all of these donors and stuff. It'll be very interesting politics going forward. Like, you know how in, like historically the parties have shifted? Yeah. Right? Like how I believe it was like, like the Republican stance is always like, oh, it was Republicans that freed the slaves. Like using like, that yeah, today, but that used to right? be Democrats, like, right? Yeah. Right. Like it switches all the time. Also, just get rid of the two party system. Like, well, I mean, if you've learned anything from the show, we should get rid of the two party system. That is the biggest thing that needs to happen. Yeah, it is. The founding weird. fathers didn't want a two party system. <laughs> it was what I forget it. I believe it's Jefferson. It was like his biggest warning. Yeah. To us, being like, if this becomes like a two headed system. It's not going to work, and we are the most divided. Probably not the most divided country, because I'm sure there's a civil war happening somewhere. Oh, yeah. No, we're but, not the most. But, I mean, we still have a good country to live in for the most part. But there is so much stuff now that is starting to change for the worse, in my opinion. And right. I feel like we're kind of regressing, as I mentioned earlier. So, yeah, we need to start making some sort of change in the way that we decide who has a say for us like who our representatives are. Mm -hmm. I think it's just gotten to a very stagnant place. I mean, 
when like look at JFK, he was a young guy that was elected and he actively wanted to make changes. And then we started electing a bunch of old people. Things started going downhill. Yeah, honestly. I'm not saying that's the only thing that needs to change, but I think it's better than electing someone who is a little more up there in age that probably isn't as cognitive as they used to be. I wonder what the, like, 80 years from now, when we're 80, like, what the uh, political problems of the United States will be. Same shit. Probably I'm still sure. gun control. Yeah, <laughs> it's, still... it's going to be the same stuff. Yeah. Well, anyway, let's... Are we on to the last one? We're on to the last... Well, last two. They're not too big. Okay. But a suspect was arrested and charged with first-degree murder in the deaths of four University oh, of Idaho yeah. students. This story's insane. I don't know if you know a lot about this. I don't know a ton, so if you do, definitely go ahead. I'd have like an article. So the guy that got arrested, I don't even know his name, but I wouldn't say what his name is anyways. Uh, he was like a criminology student who studied under a woman named Catherine, Ram- Catherine Ramsland, I think her name is. And she wrote a book on uh, Dennis Rader, who is known as the Bind, Torture, Kill yeah. serial killer. She's like one of the only people that's gotten access to talk to him personally and wrote a book about him. And she was one of this guy's teachers at school. Jesus. And so BTK like heard about it and a bunch of people were saying like maybe he was influenced by BTK and like wanted to replicate his crimes and stuff. But BTK was like, I never talked to this guy. I don't know who he is. But then... Yeah, this guy was doing Reddit posts asking for stories from former criminals and asking, like, so what was your crime? Like, what happened? How'd you get caught? What did you learn from it? Like, that stuff. And everyone's, everyone now is like, you're an idiot. Why did you not delete these? Now this is just a criminal trail that you're leading back to yourself. Unreal what the it, internet is. Yeah. Like, there's just... Hey, criminals, tell your story. Yeah, like, I mean, at the time, it looks like, oh, he's a criminology student. This is an innocent project of his. But now you look at it, and you're like, he was probably preparing. There's no way if, like, with that background information and literally taking notes on murder is just one of the most psychotic things I've ever seen. Yeah, it's and it's a very sad story. Like, for very in the prime of their lives, people get killed by this insane person and it was all done via knife like a large like a large blade of knife like and they're still police are still looking for the knife but that is unreal it took him a while to find out who this guy was oh yeah like, it took a long time like yeah. it, um like the 911 call the murders happened in november and they didn't find out for like a full month yeah and the guy that did it was already in pennsylvania like an absolute psychotic person. Yeah. Like, truly. To stab four twenty some year olds. It's good that he did get caught though. Oh yeah. Because he would have turned into a serial killer. He definitely would uh God, this is gross. I just saw like descriptions of the crime scene. Oh yeah. Sorry. Um yeah, he definitely would have there's no way he stops at four. Like he's yeah. probably putting up some numbers. And it happened in Moscow. It's spelled like Moscow, like in Russia, but it's pronounced Moscow. Not to be confused with the head of the Kremlin, <laughs> the capital <laughs> yeah. of the Kremlin. But yeah, it's a, this is a very, very sad story. But I'm, I am glad he got caught, and I hope he has a terrible time in prison. I hope he has the worst time in prison. 
Me too. Meaning his butt. Anywho, let's move on. Last story that I have on here. Uh, it's very interesting. I think it was a year-long story, but Brittany Griner. Oh, yeah. Yeah, returns to the United States in December after months being held captive over, I believe it was a like a CBD pen or like yeah. a cannabis pen being on her person when she was trying to leave Russia. I believe she was in Russia because, I mean, Russia does have like a pro- yeah, basketball program, basketball, right? Something or other, I think. Um, she was there for 10 months and she wrote, and I quote here, it feels so good to be home. The last 10 months have been a battle at every turn. I dug deep to keep my faith and it was the love from so many of you that helped keep me going. From the bottom of my heart, thank you to everyone for your help. I cannot imagine being in a Russian prison for 10 months. Yeah. In this, and as soon as I like remember that the story happened, it immediately brought me back to our Otto Warmbier yeah. episode. How just someone who, in his case, in Otto's case, he allegedly took down a poster of I don't even remember what was on the poster, it's but he took down a poster. poster, yeah, right. Like he took it down, and he ended up dead. Yeah, right. So like people, and like people are always gonna have their jokes on the internet, specifically Twitter. Twitter should pay us for how many times we freaking mentioned them this episode. <laughs> People on Twitter made, like I mentioned, like a ton of jokes just being like, this is a terrible deal, whatever. Like, she could have very much died. But, you know? Yeah, she could have. And, like, the United States will always, hopefully, in this case, put, uh, like, their citizens ahead of whatever. But in all reality, I mean, I will have to say that, like, we gave up someone who was called, like, the. He was Angel an arms dealer. <laughs> like, he was like the supplier. He had a very yeah, it was, like BBEG nickname. It was not a good guy to give, give away. Up. Yes. <laughs> yes, that is very true. So, I mean, on that aspect, I can understand why people are upset. Yeah. But it, it is also like she got held on charges that should not have ever been charges. So, right. Yeah. But I think we also, I do have to mention, like, if this was LeBron James, like, we probably would have given that. Many. Oh yeah, like there is that. I will fully admit that there. I believe that there's a stigma or not a stigma, a double standard there. Because I mean, if this was like, I was gonna say Aaron Rodgers, but he'd probably be like, finally, some more darkness or whatever. <laughs> but like, if this was like a male popular sports athlete, they'd be home in seconds. Yeah, in my opinion, that's of course just hearsay, but yeah, Jacob. That was the end of the 2022 recap. How are you feeling? It was a year, man. It was a year. It was very sad year. <laughs> yeah, I mean this this year's off to an interesting start itself. So, oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, it's not starting almost World War Three levels of bad yet. To be I determined. Mean, I mean, <laughs> that's kind of just been ongoing. So, <laughs> I guess we're kind of normalized to it at this point. But right. I, it's also very interesting that none of these headlines that I saw, I mean, my sources were cbsnews.com. They always do a great article recapping yeah, the top headlines. Not a single one of them was about COVID. Yeah. Like, remember three years ago? Yep. Like, during, literally during, in two weeks, that's when uh, I think everything officially shut down. Like, it was like mid-March, if yeah, I remember it was like- right. Late March, early April, that everything like started official, like across the board. Right. I'll never forget. Uh, 
one of our recurring guests, Alex, uh, her and I worked together at a financial technology company for a long time. And like the last day we were in office, like in the actual like workplace was the day where they brought in like emotional support puppies. Oh, really, it was like they brought in like a ton of puppies or whatever yeah. for like employees just like going and pet. So there's a picture of us holding these dogs. And we always laugh about it because like it comes up on like Snapchat every single year. It's like that was the, that was like the last day where things were like normal. Yeah. And we were just like holding dogs and like the timing of it, I think, is crazy. Yep. Because no matter how much COVID has affected your life or hasn't affected your life, I think it's had an impact on at least some part of like your mental, like oh, your yeah. mentals for sure. For sure. I mean, that was one of the scarier. That was another like extremely scary moment where again on social medias, people were posting like the national guard is being deployed. Like, like, like shit like that. Well, where it, was it really also, wasn't. It was and, like also right around the same time that the George Floyd stuff happened. So like, right? there's just a lot going on. <laughs> like, and if you want to listen to us recap, we do these every single year. So if you want to yeah. uh, believe that's January of 2021, when we had three, podcast hosts yeah um definitely give that a listen we do these every year if you just want like a quick recap of of everything but if you want to stay in touch with us you can contact us or follow us on all of our social medias on twitter at gems underscore history you can find jacob at jacob from Wisco, myself at whatevskis and you can find us on instagram youtube tiktok and facebook at gems of history podcast yeah Thanks for the people that have subscribed so far. Yes, we absolutely appreciate it. I mean, it's an absolute joy to do this podcast. It's like an awesome hobby to do. Yeah. Something that like we never realized, at least I never realized, like would be so much fun going into now year three. Yeah. Starting year three. Like it's, it's just a very cool thing to just to do. And with your guys' support, I mean, we can only just make it better. That's what we're hoping. Yeah. Hoping. Yeah, that's all we got today, I think. Unless Evan's got some surprise news stories. Last second trivia. Last second trivia. <laughs> Is Zuki the cutest dog in the world? She's up there. Oh, and okay. And now she's looking herself. Yeah, so she, let's she, cut that. Let's she's get, been, let's she's get been out of here. real <laughs> active today. So you might have heard her in the background. But everyone out there, have a great week this week. Let's try and make 2023 a little better than 2022. I, I guess better than the last, like, four years yeah. have been <laughs> it's the year of us <laughs> yeah so but we love you all thank you guys all for the support and we will talk to you soon everyone stay polished